so like you'll get a notification when anything happens with him and if he gets injured you just like get Rogier right then and there yeah that's, that's actually, how i snagged a couple good pickups yeah, that's, that's how i got a couple 40 dongs out of Rozier. yeah that's money that's that's good also oh. i mean it doesn't no, really you, it doesn't really matter but juice has like it's just really funny like the schedules for everyone like juice had one guy going tonight just one like he's not playing this week really but it's i looked at his team like is no one playing for me just has steven adams that's it what's steven adams doing uh he doesn't play till 10 30 by the way yeah. let's talk about that because we have tons of lake or er, tons of nuggets fans tons of thunder fans in the group right and that's a huge game uh yeah i guess there's a the gregs are thunder fans and Maybe the block god. I'm not yeah, quite sure where his too, right? Who else? Yeah, is uh, Colin, probably. No, Colin's Pelicans. He's, he's team. Oh, Pelicans. that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about the Pellies. But yeah, he has me, a uh, OKC jersey. Yeah, me and Brett are Nuggets fans. I think Actually, Ben wants to be a Nuggets fan, but I think Ben just wants to be a Nuggets fan because he sees that the cool kids are Nuggets fans. Um, I think he's a Nuggets fan because he has uh, Jokic, which, t- to be fair, is that a doesn't good count. Reason. That doesn't count. That's a Jokic. He's a Jokic fan then. Well, why are you a fan of the Nuggets? Because I love all Denver sports. I was a fan of the Nuggets back in the day when they had Melo. Melo's my favorite player of all time. Rudy. That sucks. Like that's. I'm sorry for you that your favorite player is bad. Now, yeah, but I don't think you realize how good he was. Yeah, no, I mean, I watched the NBA. He was very good. I'm just saying it sucks that your favorite player is like out of the league now. Oh, yeah, but he's about to be on the Lakers, so it's fine. He can play with my boy LeBron. No, I thought they used their... Um... I thought they were going to use their open spot for somebody else. Oh, they probably will, but they'll somehow he'll get there. I don't know why they would want Melo. They don't need another no-defense-playing, uh, offensive-minded player uh, like Melo on their team. I mean, they already have LeBron. Uh, yeah, I can't. Brett and I were talking about this because we both like LeBron. Um, Brett more than I. But mm-hmm. we can't really defend like what he did last night. Like him... Literally giving up a wide open three pointer and then throwing his hands up like it was someone else's fault. Like when they were they were down four, it was like two and a half minutes to go when that happened, and they just went to seven. And Bron was like, "What the hell?" Even though he just stood in the lane and let the dude have a wide open three. And like, I love LeBron. He got me fifty seven fantasy points last night or some shit, which is awesome. But like, I mean, as a player, like fifty two and a half. Sorry, but like. As an actual NBA player, he, he he sometimes doesn't play defense, and I like he's good at defense, so I don't understand like he's just being lazy. Um, who took that shot? Do you remember who who he was supposed to be guarding? Oh fuck! It was number uh, was it number five for the Grizzlies? Maybe. Um, whoever it was, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he was previously a G League associate, and uh, in I'm gonna come to Bron's defense here because Lord knows he needs it. Um. Let's say under some crazy circumstances, I was in LeBron's position and I was guarding that player. If I had saw that dude and thought to myself he was in the G League yesterday, I probably would have let him take that shot too. Now, mind you, I'm five foot six and that dude could probably eat me for breakfast. But no way am I rushing out to the three point line to block that shit. Especially if I'm LeBron James, who just tore his groin wide open. He just doesn't play. Like I'm looking right now. I'm trying to see what number it is. I think it was number five. Yes, that is number five. He is a yes. He is a former G League associate. He's a six foot nine, two hundred and eighteen pound small forward. Bruno Caboclo. Oh, two years away from being two years away. That's a Brazilian KD right there. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I take it back. 
Yeah. He's averaging six and th- 6.1 and 3.3. 3. Um, they signed I saw a- today that Stephen A. Smith, I think it was Stephen Smith, or maybe it was uh, Shannon, whatever his name is. Uh, somebody said that um, LeBron James is no longer the best player in the league anymore. What do you yeah, think? It's, it's James Harden. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, shit. Terry Rozier, big time dunk. Good job, buddy. It's like so many other people besides James Harden. I How? I, James Harden's averaging like eight more points than the second best person in the league, scoring-wise. Basketball's not just a scoring game, man. How do you win the game? You uh, keep the other team from scoring more than you by playing defense. Ooh, spins a bitch, but you didn't see that coming. James Harden's having the best defensive year of his career. Which is still horseshit compared to other MVP candidates. Yeah, but he's also averaging like eight assists a game. The 30-point game streak got ended by the Hawks. My MVP would never, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's why Giannis is going to win the MVP and bring it home for Milwaukee. And then lose in the finals. Um, no. Uh, MVPs, if MVPs weren't based solely on scoring, then LeBron would have beat D. Rose in whatever season that was. Yeah, I mean, the MVP voting system is broken. D. Rose yeah. beat LeBron because of voter fatigue. I mean, he played great that year. I don't I don't know enough about that the race that year to have an in-depth argument. But, like, there have been many years where design, uh, LeBron probably deserved it over most. Of the other people who won it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just saying, it's Harden's MVP to lose right now. Not even close. I disagree. I think it's Giannis's to lose. Steam's doing better, and he's playing almost as well as Harden. I I don't know. I still think... I mean, Harden just has been so... Harden's had those moments, those MVP moments. Giannis has none. Like, Giannis's MVP moments is just, like, dunks. But, like, we see that all the time from him. Like, Harden's got, like, the moves where he's putting people on the ground. He's putting up 60-point triple-doubles. Like, the dude's the dude's the MVP right now, in my Well, opinion. I can tell you who it isn't, and that's Anthony Davis. Let's talk about him just sitting on your team. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not – Do you uh, regret the trade? Only because Bradley Beal – look at his last, like, six. Yeah. But before that, that no, not really. Uh, I again, I'm. I, I think I've stated this like a couple times on the pod, but I still think it was a fleece. I mean, in hindsight, at least, but currently it looks bad for you. But um, getting Anthony Davis uh, for like Bradley Beal and De'Aaron Fox was quite the trade because you traded up in value just an an insane amount as far as draft picks go. Yeah, I just don't. And this late in the season, I don't think draft picks matter at all. So I don't like that argument, but um. I don't know. I think that it could have been like, oh, you know what I just realized? LeBron literally averaged more than D. D Rose that year in points. Wow, LeBron's numbers were so much better. How did D. Rose win? LeBron didn't even get second. Dwight Howard got second. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is Dwight Howard going to play a game this year? I don't know. I think his butt is still hurting. He's been in... uh... Collins IR, like, the entire year. Yeah, I don't really know. But, okay, back to your point about Anthony Davis. Like, yeah, Anthony Davis. Oh, wait, Davis. hold on real quick. This is too good. Uh, Dwight Howard's position rank, 69. Oh, my God. How hey, perfect is that? 
You can't do butt stuff when you're 69. Well, it's <laughs> difficult. It's difficult. I don't know. Sorry, I just needed to get that out there for the people. Uh, what were you going to say? Um, oh, about Anthony Davis. Like, the thing about Anthony Davis is like he's just such a polarizing player. Like, no one in our league since Russell Westbrook two years ago has averaged like 50 fantasy points, and he was at 53. So like, if I yes. could get a chance to get him, I mean, Beal's playing out of his mind now, but like Beal slumped off whenever I first traded for him, and Fox has been not that good. Fox is down to like 28 on average. Well, and he was like honestly, I think 30. the only thing that makes the trade bad now is that the whole debacle with AD, and now he's on like a minutes restriction and only plays four yeah, minutes I mean, a night. I pretty much took a risk thinking that he would get traded, and then the Pelicans fleeced not only me but every team in the NBA by like being like, "Fuck you, we're not trading him. We're just messing with everybody." And then he's going to end up a fucking Celtic this summer somehow. Um, but knowing what we know now, do you think uh, if we did? Oh, ooh, this should be a segment for Colin. Calling, uh, we should call it the redrafting the terrible. 2018-2019 NBA Fantasy Draft. Do you think AD still goes number one? Or do you think it goes Harden? Oh, man. <clears throat> well, I mean, knowing what we know now, no, absolutely not. Um, but I think, couldn't you make a case for Giannis? I would say so, but I think... Well, actually, I think they're averaging the exact same right now. Giannis has been more consistent, but uh, Harden goes off for like 70 like two or three times a month. So yeah, Giannis has is averaging forty seven point three, Harden forty seven, but Harden has more total points by thirty three. Yeah, so I guess the case could be yeah. made for either of them. Oh, hundred percent. I think they're one A and one B at this point. Yeah. But, also, a dark horse in the race would be um, maybe not number one overall because he but, missed those first few games. But Russell Westbrook at wherever he went was it pick four? Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. He's averaging. I remember 40... saying it was a bad pick. Uh, I'm ready to eat those words. Yeah, he's, he's averaging. His mind. He's averaging the same as James Harden. He just missed a few games at the beginning of the year. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, like at this point, like the top three doesn't even include Anthony Davis. But how were we supposed to know that whole weird Lakers thing would go down and then he would get shut down for the season? So, yeah, like, okay, if we're talking in terms of averages. One, two, three, four in the draft are all – they were picked one, two, three, four in terms of averages. Anthony Davis, Giannis, Harden, Russell Westbrook. So in terms of player average, it went one, two, three, four. Oh, which so is insane. That's shook insane. Out correctly then. Yeah, in the top four at least, which is insane. Uh, well, fuck. I feel like I should be dunking on people right now. I don't remember. Somebody was telling me it was dumb of me not to pick Harden over Giannis. Don't remember who that was. Probably Colin. Fuck you. Um, just a general. No, eat it. I'm gonna. I thought it was there. pretty clear at the beginning that I thought I thought it was one two was AD and then Giannis and then Harden was three pretty clearly and then from there on it was kind of a shit show. Like Russell Westbrook would have been easily in that conversation if he wasn't hurt. Yeah, I agree. But then from there, I mean, you had. There's just something about Russ every year that I mean. He proves me wrong, but I don't know why. I just feel like it would be weird to pick him in the top three, even though he always puts up top three value, you know? Like something about Giannis uh, and Harden and AD. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Chris took him number one overall. when he That was finished. wild. That was smart. I mean, he had a great year last year. He still 
I think he was still second in average or first in average, maybe. No, I think it was LeBron. I think it was LeBron and AD, so I think he was third. But still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just works out. But, like, if someone had picked AD, for, uh, Russell Westbrook first this year, I think we probably all would have scoffed and laughed at them. Yeah, 100%. But, like you said, he was injured at the beginning. So, yeah, I mean, I think you can make the case if he wasn't injured that you could take him up there. We should um, at some point do like a see how like the perfect draft would have looked if we had all picked players based on where they fell by the end of the season. That'd be interesting. Yeah, what's interesting to me is like, okay, this is everyone said that I, me trading Kawhi was like a bad thing, but like, listen to the, okay, listen to the guy who was picked right in front of Kawhi or people that were picked around Kawhi, like that I could have taken, like in terms of total points, right? Kawhi only has 1,649. Like, Paul George, who was drafted to have... I mean, he's having a great year, obviously, but he's at 2,300. So, like, even though Kawhi's averaging 37, he only has 1,600 points on the season. Like, Yeah, I think drafting are, Kawhi was a bad idea, but trading him was a great idea. Yeah, it just... I ended up losing the fucking trade. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. Well, just because Karis... Exactly, exactly. I haven't even looked. At, was he doing anything since he's been back? Ooh, let me check. He's been on I'm blockers. Do, I'm team. checking right now. Um, oh, he's got okay. He's got like three of the last six are in the twenty-six plus range, but the other three are all twelve or under. Oof. I mean, that's where twenty-six, twenty-seven was where he was at pre-injury. Yeah, which uh, is like where I thought he would stay. So I probably would have if he did, didn't get hurt. Yeah, would have been a, a very reasonable trade. And then I flipped Kawhi for Steph because I was getting tired. Wait, what did I do? Yeah, for Steph and Randall, right? Yeah, that was a great trade for you. It was. Mostly I was just upset that Kawhi kept sitting and ended up being very good for me because, good God, his, like, load management thing was just so frustrating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just think think total points matter, and that's a big reason why I traded him. Yeah, Um, I agree. So... Here we go with let's get into these matchups here because I'm facing Brett. We've kind of talked a little bit about it. Um, Mitchell Robinson going for 57 tonight is big time. Um, that is Brett a very out, good look for you. Yeah, Brett outscored me day one, 230 to 218. So I mean, my team still put up 200. Um, I had to part ways with Kenrich Williams. Finally, after yeah, he I mean that's helped me fine. He. I don't think he's the caliber of player to maintain a consistent output of scoring. Like, he's no. a stream player at best. Yeah, I mean, my my issue right now is that I got guys that just keep going off for 40 and then going off for, like, 10. And, it, like, I understand that average is out to 25, but it makes it very hard to cut people that are on the edge of my roster because I'm like, oh, he could go for 40, though. Well, okay, had, like, so... I struggle with that a lot, too, like being hesitant to drop guys because of their past performances. But, like, you can't really rely on things that might happen, and you just have to play what's best for the current situation. Oh, 100%. Like, I have Jordan Clarkson, who put up 47 and a half, and, like, he put up 25 last night, but he had a game in between there with two. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Reggie Jackson, 48 and then 12 and a half. Like, I mean, I just can't. I mean, yeah, most of the guys on your bench are people right now that, well, I guess really like three of them are guys that you could drop and find similar value from on the waiver wire. The way I look at it is if, like, I'm 
thinking of dropping somebody, do I think someone would pick them up instantly if I dropped them? And if I think the answer is yes, I hold it on, hold on to them a bit longer, or wait for someone that I would pick up instantly if someone dropped them. Yeah, like, I don't know point. if anybody would like, like be like drooling over seeing Jordan Clarkson on the waiver wire. I mean, he's averaging nineteen and a half on the season, nineteen point eight. I think he'd be snatched snatched up instantly. I think for yeah, him, I don't think like I don't think he's the caliber of player that you would snatch up instantly and then hold on to for the rest of the season, especially in the playoffs. But, yeah, it's just the thing of like he could just turn it on and then stay at like twenty two, twenty three, or something, and then he's someone you want to keep. And like the That's same thing goes to like true. Reggie Jackson because he's averaging like twenty on the season. So I don't know, people probably see that number and they're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna pick him up." Reggie Jackson has been playing a little bit better uh, recently since Reggie Bullock left the Pistons. A lot of the Pistons players have actually. Luke Kennard, a little tip out there, has been heating up lately. Yeah, how's uh, how's my boy Mark Gasol doing on the Raptors? I have not looked. Um, so his averages have been lower than the rest of the season, but he's been um, way more consistent, I would say. But like... So he averaged 30 on the season, but since he's been at Toronto, his scores have been closer to the like his lowest is 14.5 and his highest is 25. Oh. So because yeah. he's coming off the bench currently, and I don't know if that's going to change, but I'm not going to drop Marcus all. Uh, no, I, I like hated the, everything about that draft pick, and then I traded him, and I hated that I traded him, and then now I don't hate that I traded him, but I also still wouldn't mind having him. It's a confusing... Me and Marc Gasol have an interesting relationship. Yeah, I don't think I want Marc Gasol on my team in the future, like next like seasons going forward, just because it's stressful wondering if he's going to get hurt literally yeah. every single game. I can pretty much guarantee you I won't be panic drafting Marc Gasol ever again. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have a list of guys I'm not going to draft. Oh, yeah. Who's on your do not draft list? For a few... Going... F- uh, in the future, um, do not draft list. Oh, here's a good one. If I get in, I just thought about this earlier. If you ever get a top five pick, do not use it on Carl Anthony Towns. He's been drafted in the top five every year I've been in this league, and he's finished like eighth or ninth or seventh, like outside the top five. Like, I get it. Like, He's consistently in the top 10, but if you have a top five pick, don't waste it on Carl Anthony Towns. He's not going to give you top five numbers. He's just not. Yeah, no, you're right. As the league stands now, there's like a clear top five, and that's a Yeah, but that's what Like Giannis, Harden, Braun, and Westbrook, or maybe even KD. Some, that's what I'm saying, though. He's been drafted in the top five, I think, every year. I think that I've been Jokic, in the league. Or Jokic might creep into our top five next year. He easily could. Um, number one, if, if I pick number one. Um, uh, well, I would expect nothing less of you. No, guys on my do not draft list, though, another name, obviously, I already said it, um, would be Marcus Gasol. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'd share that in common, Marcus Gasol. Yeah. On do not draft list. And we I, can just get this one out of the way, Andrew Wiggins, hard pass. Yeah, obviously, yeah. That's uh, Well, we just leave him for uh, – Blocker, for yeah, for or well, or for Colin, whoever wants. Yeah, him. he's gonna the one year Colin drafts him, he's gonna average twenty eight, and we're all gonna just have to deal with it. Oh yeah, it's gonna be horrible. Um, guy on my honestly, a guy on my do not draft list is probably for the value he gets drafted at is 
Probably Steph Curry. Oh, that's just, interesting. He, he's just someone I don't think I would draft. Like, that's for the a main good point, reason, actually. like, now that I, I think mean, about it, I have him on my team, and I like having him on my team, but I don't think I would feel comfortable or know where to draft him at. Huh? Right now, he's twenty third in the league in total points, and like, mm. I he get did it. Miss like, a he, lot of games. He missed ten games. I, I think that he does it every year, dude. It's the fucking Warriors, like. Where's he at right now? He's 16th in average. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was drafted 13th. So, I mean, that's a, that's around the range in terms of average. But total points, like, he's way down there. Like, he's a – it's weird to say, but Steph Curry is like an early second, mid-second round guy. I mean, yeah, I think at this point in his career, yeah, that's probably fair. It's a, it's a weird take to say, like, out loud, but, like, it's just what he is. Uh, a name I haven't uh, heard mentioned yet is Embiid, who's been getting progressively better each year and is in our top five. Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see who uses a top five pick. On, I, I, I think next year, I think Jokic and Embiid both will go in the top five. That's my hot take of our draft. I, I think that's not even that hot of a take. I, I think it really depends on who gets those picks. I think, I think if Ben's uh, in there. Yeah, absolutely. Like Jokic, absolutely goes top five. But Maybe I think it's a, what to expand on that hot take. I think that AD will not be in the top five next uh, year. Yeah, I think that's a safe, safe, uh, safe thing to say. I think for me, I would say it depends on what team he's on next year. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I mean, just for me personally, I think that the top five right now would be. The two centers I just mentioned, Jokic and Embiid. And then I think Giannis and Harden are locked in. And then I think we talked about Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's yeah easily a top five guy when he's healthy at the beginning of the season. He just wasn't this year. We didn't know how long he was going to miss. So I'd I take agree. Russell over AD next year. Oh, absolutely. Without knowing landing spot, obviously, right now. But it'll uh, be interesting to see where he goes. Oh, I had a thought. I have a few players on my... Um, do not draft list, but I, I think the highlight of my do not draft list is just uh, pretty much the entirety of the Denver Nuggets, except for Nikola Jokic, because they're all just so fucking inconsistent. Will Barton was garbage, is garbage for me. Gary Harris was a terrible pick. Um, Jamal Murray even, he's averaging like 25, I think, but he's just so dang inconsistent. Same with Paul Millsap. You dropped him at one point, didn't you? Yeah, but I picked him back up, and since I picked him back up, he's got 26, 48, 41, 48. That's pretty good. That's solid. That's consistency. I just We've mentioned this before, but any teams with too much talent are just fantasy nightmares. That's why Jason Tatum's probably not that good of a fantasy player, even though he's pretty damn good in real life. Like, was, I think he's at like 24, 25 now, 23 maybe. Yeah, I don't even know. Honestly, I've been slacking on looking at other teams' players. Uh, yeah, I got twenty twenty four point seven. Yeah, focusing on my own squad. Uh, um, something that just occurred to me though. Um, what's what's their name? Uh, Adam Kinsinger and Jake both have the fourth and fifth leading average scores, as well as Kevin Durant, who I think is one. The tenth score, and they miss the playoffs. That's yeah. So 
I think what we can gather from that strategy that they use, I mean, they went for three top 10 guys and then yeah. filled in with a bunch of garbage. And <laughs> the garbage kind of smelled a little worse than the... So I have, I have a few things expected. to say about the situation. Um, one, I'll start with that. I think they got a little unlucky as far as injuries. Robert Covington was out for a long time. It still is out. And Jaron Jackson Jr. going out hurt them a lot. Uh, although I do agree with you that the rest of their supporting cast was just sort of lackluster. Um, but most importantly, I've been thinking a lot this season about uh, what, um, like, oh, fuck, what's, what, what are the words I'm looking for? Like, heavy loading your team on, like, superstars with a bunch of players, like, three, two or three players that score a lot, and then filling out the rest with sort of lower-tiered players or even stream spots. And I've been thinking a lot about if that strategy works better in a team with, or in a league with more teams, or if in a 12-team league like ours, you want to spread out your scoring, or if you'd rather go top-heavy. And I just want to get your thoughts on that. I mean, I think I... I mean, it obviously didn't work for them, so I don't think it's really the best strategy. Um, I mean, I tried. I mean, I traded. I had Ben Simmons, and then AD and LeBron. Obviously, AD is not where he was, but LeBron um, is LeBron. So I traded Ben Simmons because I wanted more depth to try to make my team better, um, which I don't even think I did. But I didn't make it worse i don't think because lou williams has i think been outscoring ben simmons since the trade just on his own and i also got a few good games from okafer against ben that locked me in the playoffs so i'm pretty i'm still pretty decently happy with that trade um even though it does look bad on paper and it's probably unfair but like i said lou williams has probably been outscoring ben simmons since the trade on his own well do you think we can use uh yours and brett's trades to sort of make your way into the playoffs uh, examples uh, of the benefits of spreading out your score, especially Brett. I mean, yeah, I think you have to. I mean, that trade that I made, like I mentioned it when I made the trade, it gave me like what six or seven more match or more games just that week against Ben, just from yeah. that one trade. So like, that was a big reason why I did it. Like, it wasn't necessarily oh, I thought I think Lou Williams and Jaleel Okafor are better than Ben Simmons, but like. I needed to get in the playoffs, and who knew what the AD situation I mean, my ideal thing was, I mean, I traded for AD, and I traded for Okafor. So I was hoping that AD would get traded, Okafor would fill in, and I'd have AD. Obviously, well, that didn't work. I think what that points to, or uh, what, you're, what you sort of alluded to earlier, is that like spreading out your scoring allows you to have um, players who average less but play more. Although the, the one downside to, spreading, uh, downside to spreading everything out is like, it's harder to drop players, but I, I don't know if that's uh, a real issue considering how trade-happy our league is. Um, and I think going top-heavy just sort of restricts your team because, like, for example, this happened with AK and Jake a lot this season. If Embiid or Westbrook or KD had a bad game or were out, they were in dire straits because their whole strategy relied upon these three dudes who average 40-plus or around 40 to just carry them. Yeah, no, it definitely hurts you if you get guys that are injured. Especially, like, when I had, like, LeBron arrested a game, and I ended up losing that match, or I almost lost that match, or I did lose, I can't remember. But, like, when he came back, he, like, arrested that Saturday game or something. Mm-hmm. But, but like, I think with we'll, all things, I think it is important to do a little of both in um, uh, the season as a whole, to have a few 
top-heavy guys, but then know when to, like Brett did this season, masterfully, I might add, spread your stuff out and trade, maybe not for the better player, but for the better schedule. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll kind of see... I think we can see it in if we get a Colin Juice championship because Colin has the dong droppers and Juice kind of just has those, like, 30 guys, like 30 to 32 or yeah. 28 to 32. So, I mean... It'll be interesting to see if they get matched up in the championship, which I think they will. Their teams are so much better than everyone else's. Um, that is true. They're very good. Uh, Although, if you catch them on the right week, you can beat them. It might be Juice and Colin both once this season. So, anything's yeah, possible, I guess. It'll be interesting. I, uh, if I beat Brett, then I have to face Colin. And I just that I just looked at his team, and I just don't I don't want any part of it. Have you? Like, I want to get blown out. Did you? Uh, what was your record against him this season? Uh, I don't know. Not good, probably. I don't even know I haven't even looked. look at that. Um, you just gotta go I know to I'm one and one because I lost like the second week to him. Um, um, let's see. I Oh, I beat him. I beat No, I beat him in the second week. So I beat him week two. There you go. And then I beat him again in week oh, shit. whatever week it is. So I am undefeated against Colin this season. Wow. You can never beat teams three times, though, in a season in, in the NFL. So and you're – you're one and one against Juice too. Fuck! I didn't just dominate that. Oh, that win against Juice was lucky. Remember that? I put oh, up yeah, like an unreal number. You beat him by ten points. Oh, it was like that last win against AK I just had. Like I, I beat it. him. I literally got so lucky. I had multiple guys put up forty points on the last day. I've had a couple wins like that. Like I had a win against Pat, but I've also had four or five other losses within like thirty points. So it evens out. I don't have the time nor the patience to look at everyone else's schedule, so I'm just going to assume we're the uh, two best teams suited to take down Juice and or Colin. So let's hope we both make it out of this first round to pull off a miracle upset. Well, really, I just want the pod hosts to either face in the championship or face in the third place game. Either way, it's a win. Yeah. For me. Uh, Fuck. I don't know. One of us might not (laughs) have the courage to do it after a loss to the other. Uh, No, we'll be fine. We'll just we'll just split the money for third place. Oh, true. If we play in a third place uh, game, yeah, and then it won't just matter. Just delete that. Yeah. That oh out. yeah. Take yeah. Take that out. Take that out. Um, but no. Um. All right. Do we want to get in? Do you have a howdy? See ya. I don't. I I feel like uh, this segment has been carried by you and Juice throughout most of the season. <laughs> so I'll try and come up with something new for me to do while you guys do the see ya and howdy. Uh. All right. Well. Juice isn't here, so that's a tough out on Juice for the C and Howdy. Uh, good ones, Juice. Maybe, maybe he'll send us some audio. Um, and see a bitch third podcast host. or And Howdy Bits, uh, Howdy Bitched, uh, Adam Kinsinger, third podcast host. Yeah, that's there actually that's a, that's a good one. Those are really you. good ones. Um, <clears throat> so I don't have a – do I have a see a bitch? Um, I mean, maybe I, – I don't – I was going to – my see a bitch was going to be Adam – uh, because he was so bad last night. His team was the only team that didn't put up anything. Uh, I'm really glad that wasn't mine because he currently has 150 points tonight between four players. Yeah, it's absurd. His I think his lowest scoring guy is like 25. What? Yeah, 26. He picked up Evan Fournier, got 27 and a half. Vucevic, yeah. 55, and Siakam has 41. For some it's... reason, there's starters still in the game. In this. Oh, no, never mind. It's not now. There's less than one. Like five minutes left, Kyle Lowry was bitching about a foul call. I'm like 26 from Jalen Brown, super sweet. 
Meanwhile, I get fucking... Uh, I put Terrence Ross in the Rudy 2 uh, Hall of Fame, and he goes out and drops negative 2.5 in a 48-minute basketball game. Good God, dude, I could put up better than that. Mm, that's tough. Um, okay, so my howdy bitch um, is... If it's going to feel like I'm cheating on us, I'm cheating on the bagels here. Um, my howdy bitch of the week is fantasy football. Mm. Now, I only say this because I reached out to this web. There's this website called ffstatistics.com. Shout out. Um, it was created by a 22-year-old college student from Penn State. His name's Addison Hayes. Um, just want to say shout out to them because I reached out. Um, they put me in contact. They had me write an article um using their website like to back it up and they hired me so now i work for ffstatistics.com writing fantasy football articles oh shit dude so that's pretty dope that's my howdy bitch of the week holy shit congratulations man thank you i appreciate that but yeah i don't want to feel like i'm cheating on the bagels here but yeah doing some side writing for some fantasy football websites um, hey listen our content between you and i our content is in the podcast only the blog that's brett and Everyone else's baby. So, and also, hey, it's a different sport, so it's not cheating at all. Oh, it's like oh, it's like the area code thing. What? Like, oh, it's in a, it's like 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 if you just bang a girl on a different area code, like oh, it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, yeah. It, you, yeah can you can have like different area codes, baby. You're good. Oh, perfect. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. So different sport, different thing. All right. That's, now that's hold on. Mean. But if it were a, a fantasy basketball statistics, then we'd have a fucking problem. Yeah, I actually told Brett about it the other day, like when it happened, and um. He said that I should start the fantasy basketball statistics part of the website. You should, though, and uh, just, like, use whatever tools they have to help our league uh, grow. And, oh, yeah. fuck, this is, like, the perfect main line to get the bagels into whatever sort of audience they have. Oh, my God, this is how we get big. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. I mean, I would love to get some basketball stats in on that, but, I mean, it's it's called FF Statistics, and that stands for fantasy football. Um, so we're going to have to change that. Maybe we'll just rip, we'll just rip them off. Just say FB statistics. Maybe we'll just be a fantasy football, uh, podcast in the off season. I mean, don't tempt me. Honestly, they don't overlap for more than like a month or two, right? Uh, yeah. The end of the season kind of does like October to January. Okay. So a couple months then. Yeah. And I mean like, yeah, cause I'm always like week four. Four or five of my fantasy, maybe six of my fantasy football season when we start thinking about drafting. Because I'm like all fantasy football prep up until the draft. And then I draft and I'm just chilling, setting my lineups. And then like I'm full fantasy basketball for like the couple weeks leading up. Fair. But So I guess, so what you're saying is if someone's trying to pull a fleece on you, uh, it's best to do it in the early season like I did. Yes, because I will be, I'm focused on fantasy football a lot. Damn, we dropped a lot of knowledge on the on the folks today. How to how to build a good team, how to draft next year, how to fleece chai. Oh yeah, that's that's big time. Um, all right, well let's give our predictions here. Do you think you can overcome this uh, crazy Tuesday from Adam to beat him and move on to the next round? You think Adam's got you? Uh, I have faith in the team that Hayden and I have built. I think we will pull out oh, the fuck, win. I forgot Hayden's on your team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I forgot about Hayden, dude. <laughs> oh, shout out, Hayden, if you're listening to this. Um, so sorry. <laughs> uh, 
anyways, I think we'll pull it out um, in the end. We have uh, quite a strong schedule. Uh, on. Can I insert something in players. there? What's up? Just, I, I, I think Hayden always pulls it out at the end. All right, yeah. We got that yeah. going. Yeah, shout out Hayden. Pull Hayden's going to carry us to this uh, first week win, I believe. Which isn't right. to discredit our opponent, Adam. Uh, the commissioner has built an incredible team this year and really recovered from the Anthony Davis fiasco. Um, so whatever happens, it's been an honor. Um, yeah, I think that you will also beat him solely because Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is just so freaking good. He's my best friend for a reason. He is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and I was very hesitant uh, picking him in the second round. Like they were, like the first month or two of the season, I was like, man, that was a bad pick. And then he just was great. He's been great, and he continues to be great. Yeah, that's that's. I think I think you'll get him. I think you. I think you have a pretty good shot to beat Juice. If I'm being 100 percent honest with you, I think your team is better than Juice's. I don't think my team is better than Juice's, uh, but I do think I have a great chance. I would. I would much rather have your top five guys than Juice's top five guys. Yeah, but if you expand 100%. that to the top ten, you'd rather take Juice's team than mine because his full team is better than Hayden and I's. Maybe. I don't know. I just looked at your team, and I uh, I got a little sopping wet, to be honest with you. I do appreciate um, that. It's a nice compliment. Yeah, I just think, I mean, it's tough, though, because, dude, you have six guys averaging over 30. Uh, Six. that is okay. true. Five, but one really? of them. No, one of them is Marcus Gasol. He just went under thirty. He's twenty nine. Yeah, so that doesn't count. So, but okay, five guys averaging over thirty. Juice, I'm looking at it right now. Well, once I've picked Juice's team and change it to 2019 stats. Um, <laughs> okay, now I'm looking at Juice's team. He has exactly two guys over thirty. Uh, let me guess. Stephen Adams and Andre Drummond. No, Drummond and Kemba. Steven Adams is at 29.3. John Collins, 29.4. Russell, 28. <laughs> okay, like, so he's got a bunch of guys close enough. Yeah, and if I do like 30-day stats, he's probably got... Well, Bagley's over 30. <laughs> Russell's 34. Good God. Yeah, I mean, he's got... Drummond is at 49 over the last month. Hey, 49. technically, uh, Valanchunas, since he's been playing on the Grizzlies, is at 31. So, count it. Yeah, I I personally think your team is better than Juice's, and I'm willing to say that. Um, and then Juice can make fun of me whenever he ends up beating you in the semis, or well, Adam can make fun that. of me whenever you beat you lose to Adam. In the first yeah, time. I appreciate that. Um, well, let's move on. Who do you? Uh, how do you predict your matchup ending? I this is tough. So I did. I only looked at the first week of matchups, and before pickups, like I haven't looked at. I had to the second week yet. So yeah. the first week I had. Four more guys going than Brett, but he outscored me by 12 the first night. Um, I mean, Mitchell Robinson putting up a, a fat 57 dong is great because that means my four guys that went tonight averaged 25 points, which is huge. Yeah, that's, that's how you get. That's how you, that's basically a 200 night. Um, so that's big. Uh, his guys averaging 10 so far that have went tonight. So that this is tonight's been big for me. Um, I think I can pull it out. I just need to have some good pickups. Um, I need Jay Crowder to go off the next two days. Um, I'll say the way yeah. I look at this matchup is like the battle of finesse because both you and Brett have, this season in particular, uh, been 
pulling moves out of your asses and doing stuff out of desperation that's pulled you to this place in the season. And I think whoever wins this one is going to win on that. Basically, yeah, I'm I mean, saying I, the better manager will come out on top here, and I'm not sure which one of you that is. I mean, I don't think I can put myself on Brett's level yet, not to prop Brett up too much, but he does have three championships in four years. Um, That's true. Uh, having said that, looking at both of your teams, I like yours better than Brett's um, by a wide margin. Yeah, I mean, he just got guys, like, popping off. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. Markkinen is... Markkinen and Montrez Harrell are just, like, killers. Yeah, like, they have been on a tear. I, I forgot Montrez Harrell was on Brett's team, and I was watching that game the other night, and I was just talking to my friends uh, playing Apex, and I was like, oh, shit, there's Montrez Harrell. Like, oh, my God, he's so good. And then I looked at the score, and he had 46 and a half, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm playing against him. Like oh, why was I basically rooting for him? Like uh it's yeah, but uh he's been going off, so it'll it'll be interesting to see. But I think I think I can pull it off. Uh, I hope I pull it off anyways. Of you two though, I think I own just purely looking at names and not really numbers or deep diving into anything else, I think only your team could beat Colin. See, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know if I see it. I think. I think the Anthony Davis name probably holds. I just looked at Collins' team. Dude, I don't. Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is though, like you've beat him t- twice, haven't you? No, you beat Juice. Yeah, twice. I have beat. I have beat him twice. I beat Juice once. I wish I beat right. Juice you twice. Beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three and one. Three and one lifetime against Juice. Just although I want, I want Juice to know that while he's listening. <laughs> now that I say it out loud, your teams were very different when you beat uh, Colin. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> team was totally different. Like, um, so it'll be interesting, really. I mean, oh, fuck, I can't wait to see what happens next against... To be honest, I don't think me or Brett stand a chance against Colin unless something, like, barring some wild events. Um, so I think Colin's got the easiest road to the championship. Um, I think you and Juice's matchup will be interesting, and I think you'll win it. I think it'd be you and Colin in the championship, and honestly, that I can't think of anything worse for the league. Um, <laughs> to be okay. honest with you, but... Yeah, at least then we can talk about how having the number two and three pick um, in the draft do indeed help you. Um, and it's really weird how that works. Which was the entire point of the lottery system uh, just in general. So I don't No, because it gave people like Brett and I didn't give us a chance right, to get That's going to do it for us pick. on this week's <laughs> episode of uh, the Bagel Bros Pod. We'll save that content, uh, content for another day. Juice, any last words?